Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks the question about Netflix versus cinema. Whether it is worth it still going to the cinema in this day and age or has streaming killed the cinema star. Uh, my name is Tosin. I'm based somewhere up near Coventry in the Midlands. And on the Isle of Wight, helping me ask this question are my intrepid fellow explorers, Sharon. Hello. And Sean. Hiya. Now, we are coming to you on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you. And also coming to you in the week in which we've just had the BAFTAs over here in the, in the UK. And the trailer for Frozen 2 has been released. So you can imagine there's a lot of squeeing going on all around the world. A whole bunch of... Yeah, I, I, I would not be surprised if Let It Go made it back into the charts this weekend. <laughs> that kind of stuff. It's... Yeah, so... Yeah. But anyway, apart from watching Frozen trailers and looking at the BAFTAs, how have you guys been doing? Yeah, I've been, I've been, been pretty good, really. I mean, the, it's been a beautiful day today, isn't it? Really, really gorgeous, super day down here today. Um, hopefully, uh -huh. hopefully it will stay like that next week. Um, so really, I haven't seen terrific amount. This, this, I, I did. Uh, I've been to the cinema twice. Once was for a repeat because I went with a friend. So, and he wanted to see oh, the yeah? movie. And I didn't mind seeing it again. Oh, what? That was Glass, yeah. What did you see? We saw okay, Glass. Yeah. Um, and I think Sharon went to see Glass. I saw as Glass well. on it as a rewatch. Yeah. Because yeah. again, I went with a friend who hadn't previously I, seen it. So she wanted to see I it. I personally thought it was better the second time. What did you I did get a lot more out of it, I think. A lot more out of it. Yeah. Really, really did. But through watching it a second time, because. I was much more relaxed and I was watching what was going on all yeah. around and how, how it was framed. And everything. The colour palette, the yeah. framing, the, the certain scenes, I was, yes, it really struck yeah. me how comic-y it was. Yeah, yeah, how it worked, yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it was, I'm, I'm glad we had the second show and, you know, the second, yes. watched it a second time because I certainly enjoyed it. Um, and the only new film I really watched was the Lego Movie 2. Um, oh yeah, because of timings, really. Because I would, would like to have seen something else, but I thought, well, I got to see, I got to see something at the cinema. So normally I would see loads, but there's not a terrific amount out. Um, I guess yeah, that's because yeah. I just there's loads of films out, but they're not always things. No. There's some things have been out a long time and yeah. it's still there, and then some of the new releases yeah. are just a bit like meh. But I spent a little bit of time watching documentaries, like all the documentaries on on Netflix. So um, I did see a. Uh, it was called the Chosen, Chosen, uh, the Battle of Chosen River or something, which was about Korea War, which is about okay. when they were up north and the Chinese came in. And so I, I watched a bit more, and I went, I went a bit wet. And I did see a film called The Siege of Firebase Gloria, which is like a Vietnam one, okay. and it's got Fred Lierme. You know the what the hell is this private part? You know the one I mean? No, oh, no. Okay, well he was in Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> He's a drill oh, yeah. sergeant in full metal jacket, yeah, and and he's done a few. Oh, oh, Arley, Arley Ermy. Yeah, Fred oh, Lee Ermy. Yes, I yeah. know him. Yes, you know yes. him, yeah. He died yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. of years ago, didn't he? he? No, yeah, he yeah, died he last, did, year. He did. last year. Last year. He died last year, yeah. cause that's, cause I, and I didn't know that until I was sort of looking. Yeah. But, oh, I know yeah. him, yes, I know the one you mean. This was like his film after... after he's done a lot of documentaries as well. He does a lot of stuff on the History Channel and other stuff, doesn't he? Fast and loud! Fast and loud! Because he's actually he was a veteran himself. He yes. was, yeah, 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 he was, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's, uh, so, so I watched that. I mean, I know it was a bit, I can't even remember what year it was, but, um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's sort of probably, yeah, 89, 1989. 1989. Yeah, okay. 1989. The Siege of Fireblaze Glory. So, so I have watched that on Netflix, and as I say, I did. Is it the I, first time you've seen it? 
Yes, first time I've seen that well, one, which is qualifies. unusual for me because it qualifies. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen it. I didn't even know it existed, yeah. but it is on Netflix. <laughs> so, right. um, yeah, so it was, it was, it was quite good. So that's my you know, ne- we Netflix follow, We're com- all followers here, and this that applies. The, the rules apply to that song, yeah. that, that film. So it's the good. first time I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so Sharon, so sorry. We, so, oh, so what was that? The Siege of Firebase, Firebase Gloria. The Siege of Firebase Gloria. All right, yep. cool. Uh, how about you, Sharon? How, how's the week been viewing-wise? Yeah, stuff? it's been a busy week because it's been dry and bright, so it's been a busy work week for me. So it's been good. So yep. I haven't had as much opportunity as getting to go to the cinema, but I have re- re- reclaimed possession of the remote in my house. <laughs> so I have, But that means I've been catching up on everything I couldn't watch last week. So my, my so, viewing has been spent catching up on my regular things I watch once a week. That I record and so, so for those of you who might be listening who might not be aware, last week Sharon was talking about how the remote control in the house had been commandeered by her brother who had was home because he was he was ill and off work. So first things first, let's have the is your brother okay? Yes, he's back to work now, so I haven't seen him at all this week. So <laughs> which is okay, okay. if you live with your brother, that's often the best way, isn't it? Two adults living together, it's like, if you just don't see each other, you get on fine. <laughs> it's when you actually have to spend any time with each other that you get problems. So, yeah, he's well uh, and he's uh, now back at work. All right, cool, cool, good stuff. So, but now the more, so now that we've sorted out that he's actually still alive and okay, the more important thing is that you got the remote control back. Yes, yeah, so, but, uh, but most of it is like, spent catching up on things like, you know, it was Walking Dead has just premiered, so I watched Walking Dead. Oh, was that, was that on again? It was on Monday. And then we, I've been watching The Passage on Fox, so I've been watching, they're catching up on that. I've missed a couple of episodes on that. And for me, I'm ex- extremely excited. Um, the landscape, no, sorry, portrait artist of the year is back on Sky Art, so um, I get ever so excited about that. Disproportionately excited <laughs> to be watching people paint pictures, but I love it. And the sewing bee is back, so I, I'm just um, again I'm disproportionately excited about watching people sew on the television. So uh, uh, <laughs> how do you feel about how do you feel about the Great British Bake Off? See, um, bit meh. I used to watch it when it's on BBC, but when they decamped, yeah. I I left. I didn't I didn't watch it when it. I've got friends who stayed with it, but I didn't. I I stayed with with the day Mary Mary Berry. And um, the that, girls, and didn't watch go with with Paul. That that's that's pretty much that's pretty much um, the same thing that what my wife has done. She's sort of like she's like, well, I don't know. The Great British Bake Off not on the BBC just doesn't seem right. So yeah. so she she's pretty much not watched it. I've tried to make, get get her to watch a couple of episodes because I know she likes the show, but she's just sort of like pretty much said no. Yes, I'm the same. I I loved it. I watched every episode and I really got into it. And even though I'm not a particular baker, but I watched it. And then as soon as they went to Channel 4, I was like, mm, I don't think so. I don't think that's for me. I don't watch any of those reality <laughs> things. And I blooming well, I mean, I don't mind cooking, but I hate cooking programs. It's just too many of them. Every time, like if I go over to visit my mum, it's like daytime on the thing, Saturday morning. Cooking with so and so, cooking with so and so, cooking with so and so, cooking with. We this, should introduce my mum to your mum because my mum watches the television most of the day, yeah. but in the afternoon it's Bonanza, Gunsmoke, right, right, and then in the evening it's Walker, Texas Ranger, and NCIS. Well, that's got to be loads better than. than <laughs> but I, I know far <laughs> cooking programs. What is your pill? I mean, I know. Oh God, but yes, yeah, to my mum. She watches all these obscure things on like five. Whatever and CBS. Action. Do you watch cooking? Do you watch cook? Do you, do you watch cooking programs, Tozin? Be honest now. Uh, no, not really. No, not really. Uh, no. I mean, 
The thing is, uh, I can't remember the last time I watched a cooking program. I feel like you. I prefer. I prefer to cook. Yeah. I think it's 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 like even. Yeah. No. No. I mean, cooking programs. No. I mean, something like Bake Off. I watched that because I think from a from an editing point of view and from a storytelling point of view, they've done really, really well to say, oh, look at this, there's a, there's a fight going on and this person's going on, who's going to do this? And, oh, who took who's so flay out of the fridge? And so they, they create a drama about it. Straight yeah. up cooking programs where it's like Nigella Lawson and talking and about whatever. Drops me no, there's the, one, I think it must be on... MasterChef and all that. Did there's you one know? on... It must be Saturday or Sunday morning TV. It's Saturday morning it. kitchen. Is it? That's what it is. Yeah, I can't understand that. I, yeah, I, see, I, must, like, I don't watch any of them. These I have named my favourite reality programmes. Yeah. It's strictly in the autumn, and now this time of year, it's yeah, Portrait Artist of the Year and Sewing Bee. I can't get enough of, but everything else, I just I can leave I quite happily. Any, I don't you watch see, any reality stuff. You see, I I love Strictly Come Dancing, and even I, even this last year, I think I saw about two episodes. Like, yes, it, it wasn't. It wasn't its best year, I don't think, this year. <laughs> but I still watched uh, every yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, I think people try to get me to say it, and as I say, I know this came back. My mum's a worse. Just oh, did you see that? Did you watch? Must watch this. Must watch this. And she's recorded all the damn stuff or catch up, and she puts it on, and I'm like, no, mum, I really don't want to see it. But I don't like to upset her. So. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at this. This was so funny. I said, oh, I don't find that funny at all. But then, but then it's quite oh. funny today. Sorry, Tojan, I'm going off on my tangents, but I've got to say this. No, no, no. There was no, this no, comedian no, called, ages ago, called Freddie Star, which yes, I, I, never, Freddy I, Star. I, oh, yeah. I never, I never really got. I never really got. And uh, I, was, I was with a friend of mine and he goes, oh, yeah, I've got to show you this. Freddie Star. I was looking at the old one and it's it's some sort of stuff. And I didn't find it funny. And yet he was. So it just shows you that, that one man's, you know. Yeah, one man's meat is another man's poison. Murder. Yeah, that's it. So, you know, that's so there's no no accounting for taste. But I didn't find it funny whatsoever, but he was in hysterics. You know? <laughs> there you go. But, okay. So, oh, sorry about that. Anyway, right. carry on, yeah. No, 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 I was going to say that. I think the funny thing is, it seems to be like, a bit like, you You know, you say you prefer cooking but don't like cooking programs. It seems like, oh, my wife and I have taken that up and because we essentially went, uh, we didn't watch Strictly last year, but we started going to dance classes. Oh, right. Yeah, so so it's kind of like it's one of those weird things. Yeah, you're like yeah, oh, you either you watch, watch it or you do it. Yeah, it's it's like watch it or do it. It's kind of it's kind of like you me. don't do oh, both. You I, do one or the other. I love yeah. watching. Yeah, I love watching tennis, but I much prefer playing it. And it's yeah, and um, I'll, I'll essentially I'll watch it if there's nobody to play with. So, but anyway, right? Okay, anyway, shall films, we start talking about movies. films? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shall we talk about movies? So, did you guys follow the Baftas at all this weekend? I did. Yes. 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 What? So, so, what did you guys think? Um, I think they had some good choices. I think sometimes, yeah, I think obviously Netflix did remarkably well um, at the Baptist this year, yeah. and also the yes, favourites seem to do remarkably well. So, I think it's nice to see. I know it's a British Film Academy Awards, whatever the the name of the company, the the, the Academy is, but I, it's good to see British films doing well. Because sometimes you yeah. think they, you, you don't want them just to give a nod to a British film. It's like saying, well, we have to support it because it's British. British. You want to do it because it's a good film. And yeah. I think, even though I haven't seen The Favourite, because it just never, didn't quite match any of my viewing days. I thought you did see The Favourite. No, I never got to see that one. But oh, right. I, I understand it is just, it's a genuinely good film. Well, it's yeah. one of those ones I had, none of my friends wanted to see it. So it's, you know, picking a day. And then trying to fit everything else in, so I never actually got to see that one. 
Oh, right. But I think it will probably let. But I think it might lend itself to the small screen as well as the large screen. Yeah, we can review it again. You can yeah. say, oh, I'll watch it on Netflix. As a, as a rental, if yeah. If it comes, I mean, they do get them. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're getting. I mean, films are appearing on Netflix a lot quicker. They're appearing a lot quicker than they used to at the moment. Uh, but I, I do think that the big, the big thing is, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about how Roma was up for a whole bunch of Oscars. And yes. same yeah. thing, it was, it, was, it was up for seven BAFTAs and it won the big two, the biggest two, which is Best Film and Best Director. Yeah. Which, yeah, what about that? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah I'd, I'd, I'm like, uh, this, this, this has such a feel of shots fired. <laughs> about it to me it's yeah. like netflix going shots fired we are here and we're we are not staying on tv we are go- we're coming to mess things up yeah we are players <laughs> yeah we are players we're gonna mess things up because people are talking about how great it is and all that and i and it still boggles my mind that the that that film which is it's probably the four the forerunner the front runner for the best picture oscar because it's been winning things all over the shop and all that. And this film, most of the people who will see this film will not have seen it in a cinema. Will, no, they would have seen right. it in their homes or on their phones or <laughs> their tablets or when they're supposed to be working. And like, you know, uh, like they're, they're supposed to be working, but instead they're sort of like having a cheeky look at Roma over the, uh, uh, while they're at work. And that's the film that people say, yeah, best film of the year. Most people have not seen it in the cinema, and it just messes with my mind when I think about it that way. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, we, yeah, but we'll see, we'll see. But uh, whatever happens, I'm sure we will still be here to talk about it and go, Oh, yeah, yeah, did you see that? Just went to the time when they're talking about the, the biggest movie of the year isn't actually in cinemas, <laughs> yeah, I know because... that's quite. Will, will it get do you think it might get a cinema release? What Roma? It yeah. did have a cinema release. Oh, it did have a cinema release. I think oh, it gets gets yeah, a limited that, that... one to qualify for these award ceremonies. Oh, yeah. is that what it's for? Yeah. Oh, right. I think okay. it has yeah. to have a limited yeah. release, otherwise it doesn't qualify. Right. Okay. Yeah. But it can be yeah, like one small to... cinema in Pimlico. You know, it could playing like three people, and it can qualify yep. because it's had a general release. Ah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think I think that that for me was the big thing when I saw it. I was like, oh, okay, well, uh, and. Leading actor, they said Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Now this, I I would have given it to Christian Bale for Vice. Yeah, you liked that in Vice, didn't you? So you, I'd have given it to oh, was it Rupert Everett? But although that's that's sorry, that's not actor, he's supporting actor, was it? Not what am I talking? Yeah, about? yeah, for R- Richard, Richard Richard E. Grant, e. Grant you're thinking of. Yes, yeah, Richard for, e. Grant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you ever forgive me? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah so. Yeah, but leading actor, I think it was Rami Malek, Christian Bale, and I actually don't remember who else was nominated. <laughs> I actually don't remember who else was nominated, but but I, for me, I thought it was a, it was a throwdown between those two. Leading actress was Olivia Colman, and I mean, who's going to argue with that? I'm not. The only thing is, I would have liked. Well, I hope Glenn Close wins the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's I've for not, the wife, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I haven't I've actually seen, seen the wife. Yeah. Have you seen the wife? I haven't seen the wife. It was one of those films that I was like, "Oh, cool! Let's get it! Let's watch it!" And then it was it disappeared. It disappeared. Or I think at the time it was released, I might actually have been on the island. And you know how the island feels about films like that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We know how that happens. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, oh. So I, I haven't actually seen that yet. I think it's been queued up on Sky Movies. So I'm hoping to see that before the Oscars. Uh, because um, I just think Glenn Close, she's never actually won an Oscar before, and that seems like a bit of a mistake. Wait, yeah. when you think about it, you think, yeah, like, hang on, how, Glenn, how has Glenn Close not won an Oscar? 
It, well, just, it seems like a bit of a mistake. I think they were saying that again about Albert Finney, who recently died. I don't yeah. think he he never won an Oscar, no, even though Oscar. you think yeah. of his career and you think, really? Has he, did he never win anything? But no, he didn't, apparently. Yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's, it's a strange thing because like you've got Best Actress and Best Actor, and yet, is, wouldn't there something ever though that they should all be called actors or something? Because they're not uh, like bone of contention that instead some of being called actors or actress, or there's some people that think it should be non-gender. Yeah, specifically. Well, yeah. well, well, for a while now, it's been the it's become the convention that you just sort of you say they're all actors. You don't all call actors, them actors. Yeah. About uh, about the time when the about the only time you hear the word actress used is it's at award ceremony. ceremonies. Yeah. Because you do, and but there is actually a there is an awards show that doesn't that just says the best performance, the lead performance in something, and it's totally yes. it's not gender specific. It's talking like leading role, isn't it? Is. Yeah. Leading supporting leading role, role. Yeah. 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 Is it female leading yeah. role or something? I don't know what they. Yeah. they do. No, 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 no. It's no, no. The, the, I mean, they don't actually have they don't have like a female and male. They just have best leading role. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So because yeah, they, they could say. Couldn't they just say female actor and a male actor rather than yeah yeah actress? they could do I, you know but anyway know, anyway we're getting into we're getting into <laughs> some strange we're getting into like we'll get, know, green book territory oh yeah. funnily enough mentioning that supporting actor best supporting actor yeah, was Mahershala Ali for Green Book yeah he was good in that oh yeah, that's it that's it Viggo Mortensen was up for leading actor as well for Green yeah. Book cool yeah. Supporting actress was Rachel Weisz in uh, The Favourite. Yeah, she she won that, didn't she? When um, yeah, she did. Yeah, so she did. She, I, I, yeah. I don't know what. It's, it's really really funny because Margot Robbie was was nominated as well, wasn't she? And I really didn't what? like her in this role. In Mary role. Queen of Scots, I didn't. I, I, I loved her in. I loved her in everything else. I loved her in I Tonya, Tarzan, yeah. everything. And I really really did not. I did not. For one instance, she did not. I didn't think she played it. I didn't believe she was Elizabeth the first worst Elizabeth worst performance. So I don't know why she <laughs> she got nominated. Well, I suppose because uh, they well, had to do something. I don't know because you're you're the only one I've heard who do, who has not liked that film. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> that's Shawnee. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. Wow. That's oh, it. So, but the supporting oh, actor, yeah. So it's um, yeah. Yeah, Michael Ali, he was good. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was good to go. But I see they've got Adam Driver, one of Black Klansmen, right? Yeah, I'm glad because he's Kylo Ren, isn't he? Yes. And I hate yeah, yeah, him yeah. as Kylo Ren. Oh, right. oh, geez. But I really, really <laughs> liked him. I thought he was. Ex- I thought he played an excellent part in Black Klansmen. I really did. I was yeah, really impressed did. with him. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. So. All right. Cool. So, so uh, before we get onto a whole boxing match, Netflix v Cinema thing, I just want to uh, just a couple of things. Animated film, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I could not agree more. Yeah, I haven't, se- <laughs> I haven't seen that. So, oh, sure, you haven't seen it. No, oh, I still no. haven't seen it. So I'll have to. I'll uh, have because to wait because on that you're, you're a Spider-Man fan, right? I am. Yeah, and I just didn't like the yeah. idea of it. I didn't like the idea. I think of you know, I'm, I'm, uh, perhaps I'm a bit precious. You know. Oh, uh, the, the, and you know why uh, I didn't see it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anim- animation. We know it is we your know, kryptonite. Yeah. Wait, you know what? What I was going to say, Tozen, is there was a. I can't remember what film it was, but they had like a little five-minute or ten-minute preview of it. Uh, it was after a film, and they showed uh, five, ten minutes. And I, I just really didn't get it. It was like this dude, you know, this young lad sort of just swinging through trains and things like that. And it, it just didn't grab me, you know. Just I thought, no, nah, I'm not really interested in that. But, I mean, who knows? I sh- should see it, really. I shouldn't be so dismissive, I, I, should I? I think, no, I think especially as That's a Spider-Man fan... 
it is it's a really really good film as a spider-man fan is a good okay film. but and but now i want to go on to the film that won i think was outstanding debut by a british writer director oh, or yeah. producer and this is a film called yes. beast which sharon you actually got to see and not only did you get to see it but you got to see it on dvd which i was kind of, yes. I'm kind of like wait a second they still make those <laughs> I know. Well, it was random because this is a film I'd seen a trailer for because um, the lead actor in this film is Johnny Flynn. And some people know Johnny Flynn, like I do, as a folk singer. But he has been doing a lot of acting over the last few years. He's been in a number of films. He's Some people may know him from the Decemberists, not the Decemberists, the Detectorists television series. Oh, yeah. Where he plays the... His voice is the one that sings the theme music to that. And he's released loads of albums. I've got nearly all of his albums. And he's done a film called Song One with Anne Hathaway. He was recently in Vanity Fair, um, the ITV adaption of it. So I'm a bit of a Johnny Flynn fan for his music. and But I do try to see what he's doing acting-wise. So I thought, I'll check this out. And then I thought, well, it's a film. Is it going to get a cinema release? Obviously, it didn't come anywhere near Isle of Wight, no. Cineworld. And then I thought, okay, <laughs> it's a film four film. Is it? And I went through the listings for film four for, I think, every week for about a month. And it wasn't scheduled <laughs> anywhere. And I thought, I'm going to have to watch this film. So I went and bought the DVD. All right, cool. And so I did actually see it because I, I went out and bought it <laughs> wow. to, to watch it. And you so it's an interest. DVD. I bought a DVD. Probably one of the only about three DVDs I bought last year. <laughs> Okay, but it's an right. interesting so, it's an interesting film, yeah. All right, cool. Because I think this is the one that's set on is it Jersey or Guernsey? I know it's one of the set on, islands. On Jersey, set on Jersey. And it's and it's a bit like a sort of murder mystery kind of who's who's killing people kind of thing. Yes, that's the underlying story. It's basically a story about these two sort of outsiders, basically who sort of find each other in the midst of this the island is being sort of torn apart by the fact that there's this murderer who is killing young women and leaving their bodies just to rot, basically. And it's um, some, it's taken a while for them to find the bodies of these young women, but there have been a number of killings over a number of years, but they're quite far apart. They're, they're linked by sort of the fact that these are young girls who've been kidnapped and then their bodies are later found. Uh, but they don't know who it is. But one of the suspects for this these these awful crimes is this one outsider played by johnny flynn and he's a, mm. a, a local islander called pascal and he basically meets this this young girl a uh, young woman rather she's just played by her name is moll and she's played by jesse buckley who oh yeah who's in a lots of things but i think she's been going under the radar but she's really beginning to do some interesting things she was i, I think she, she's about to break out in a film called wild rose Oh, which right, yes, yeah, she plays a country singer. A Glaswegian country singer, which is yes. one I'm actually looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, because I first heard of Jessie Buckley because she took part in a reality television program. Oh, um, ironically, we've just been talking about those. When, when they were looking for... <laughs> she was one of the ones looking for Nancy. When yes. they were looking for cast Nancy in a reboot of Oliver, she came, I think, second or third in the actual... Yeah. Uh, is it? Well, I can't remember the name of the show, but it was... Yeah. Trying to find I'll Nancy. I'll do anything. I'll do anything. One of those. Yeah. Okay. Did, did I hear? Did I hear Sean Leggett for the door once you said reality TV? <laughs> <laughs> she went. I'll yeah. do anything and, <laughs> for, for you. Yeah. 
Anyway, sorry. Right, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that Oliver. Okay. That's the oh. one. So yeah, she plays right. Mole, who's again, she's this disturbed, troubled young woman and we, we hear a bit of her backstory. And so she meets Pascal and we hear a bit about his backstory. How okay. these are basically just two loners who find each other during the midst Sean. of this awful thing. Sean. Yes. Uh, as my fellow person who hasn't seen this film, are you getting shades of Badlands? Similar, similar sort of, similar sort of. <laughs> there are elements fame, of that yeah. in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Badlands, or, or like, or like, um, uh, what's that name? Bonnie and Clyde, of, yeah, but, <laughs> but British. Yeah, Badlands is a good movie. Sissy Spacek. <laughs> yeah, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen was that like Sissy Spacek? Martin Sheen's first, yeah, Sissy Spacek. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That, that was their breakout roles. It was, yeah, partly, I was going to say, that's, that's what it was, yeah. So I think they both okay. put in cracking performances in this. Johnny Flynn and Jesse Buckley both do act their socks off for this. And I think partly it's because you never... It always confounds you, because the title Beast, you don't know who it's referring to, whether it's referring to him or to her, whether it's referring to the, the actual murderer when, or when, what's when going was, on. When it, you said Beast, Sharon, I was thinking, oh, it might, perhaps it might be some sort of, you know, horror movie or something, well, something like that. It was, <laughs> the writer grew up on Jersey, and um, people who know their sort of police crime history yeah. know that at the time of this man's Bergerac. childhood, that, the Bergerac, there was a, a real predator on the island oh, called wow. the beast of jersey he was nicknamed the beast of jersey mm. and oh. actually a little, little side fact here when i was working at the for the police um the beast of jersey when he was released from prison he actually settled on the isle of Wight, mm, so and he was living on the ventna at the time of his death right. he was stay he was his he was residing in ventna and because obviously whenever someone like that they're monitored when they're released yeah, yeah, into any yeah, yeah, community yeah. and I was in the office when they said, you know, this man has died. And so in our office, we actually contacted Jersey police to say, just so you know, oh, right. okay. one of yours has died. And when the actual police officer we spoke to was one of his victims. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So there's a really sort of strange connection. Yeah. So when they talked about the Beast of Jersey, I was like, I know, I don't know him, but I was like, I remember <laughs> the Beast of Jersey. See, I, I, I had <laughs> for no, this... never heard of him. Well, yeah. he was obviously a few... Yeah. From the islands, I think he was yeah. shocking. And obviously the fact that he settled on this island, he was just an islander. So I think it draws on that whole thing about the claustrophobic nature of being on an island, how you can't escape your sins, how you can't escape. Everyone knows you, everyone knows about you, and everyone forms their opinion about you. So I think this intense, claustrophobic, really dramatic, melodramatic in some places film. But yeah, I thought it was a corker. And I think it well deserved oh. to win a BAFTA. Good stuff. Good, Good stuff. stuff. All right, cool. Now, um, we probably we said this was probably going to be a shorter one, but <laughs> but, but we've just so like, but we as as seems to be the case, we always just find stuff that interests us to talk about. Yeah. But let's actually go into what we've actually seen in the cinema this week. So, Sean, you and I both saw the Lego Movie we, too. We did see the Lego Movie, yeah, yeah, we okay, did. Cool. I'm going to let you, t- yeah, I'm going to let you take the lead on this. So, what did you think? Um. I have to say, I didn't think it was as good as the other ones. From a personal point of view, um, I loved yep. the first one. The first one was 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 absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, really liked the first one. Probably probably the best of the bunch. I think. I mean, I didn't mind the Batman one. Um, so yeah, so I quite liked. So I, I don't know. I didn't really know what to expect. And this is for me. It was a little bit all over the place. You know, it was lovely and colourful. And yeah, um, I wouldn't say I disliked it, but it's probably still still taking me a little bit of time to think. You know, it's one of those movies where oh, I'm not really sure. You know, but I mean, I loved it. visually. It was it was uh, you know the colours and the 
the yeah. cinematography was absolutely fabulous. And there were some really, really good bits that I liked in it. But as I say, it was a little yeah. bit all over the so place. So as someone who has no plan of ever watching it, what is it about? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> go on, I'll let, I'll let you do that because you're much better at, at telling It's the about story Lego. It is Lego, well, yeah. Well, you see, the fact that the Sean kind of just sort of like pointed it out there where he said it's a bit all over the place. So when you say, what is it all about? That's kind of a bit hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the premise but that the, these sort of Lego creatures have their own... They're obviously, okay, they, they so, walk and talk. <laughs> well, okay, now, this is... Okay, Sharon, you're never going to watch it. And I think anybody no. who hasn't watched the Lego movie by now, I think A, only has themselves to blame. And B, <laughs> probably is never going to watch it. And so C, we don't, probably already yeah, knows doesn't this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter then. The, the, because the original, the original Lego movie has this... It builds up to this twist that makes all the randomness that has happened so far make sense. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, it builds up to this twist that makes... The, and so... In the original one, you have this whole story about it's it's it starts off looking like you know a quest movie of somebody who is just normal and is there's nothing re- remarkable about them and then they find out that they are the chosen one and blah 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 blah. Master builders. And it goes, yeah, yeah, and they have this whole thing about master builders and all that. And there's a bit where there's a twist in the Lego Movie in the original one where one of the uh, one of the characters sort of like falls off the edge of a cliff and then lands on a on a floor in the real world. It is our world. And then you realize that everything you've been watching so far has been a child playing with Lego. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, so everything you've watched so far has been a child playing with Lego. And it's this, and, the, and I think they do a very clever thing with the whole thing about Lord Business, who's trying to, who's trying to stop there being a creativity in the world. And it, and it becomes this... The and crackle, so the first one becomes, what they call it? The yeah, crackle or something? The craggle. The craggle, craggle yeah. The that's craggle. it, the craggle, yeah. Yeah. And, and it becomes this sort of like rather clever thing about what Lego means and how when you're a kid, you, it's just about playing and it's about endless creativity. And I think that's what the master builders are all about. Like they can create anything out of anything. And, <laughs> it just, and it, it's just about the joy of Lego. But then when you grow older, it becomes all about, you know, hobbyists who are like, oh, no, 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 I've built my Millennium Falcon and I've built it into, and it shall never be anything else. No, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we it, all and know it, those people, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> exactly and and the lego movie well, it, it gives you this story and then it pulls the rug from underneath you because you realize all of a sudden that it's actually a bigger comment on how you play and how you grow up and how at one point you decide oh i'm not going to do that anymore for some reason and the second film it's it kicks off from that point of view but i feel like after that reveal in the first film i'm not sure where else there is to go yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's that's, that's, and, and, that's true yeah, it's and, just going to be I, more of I the same, think, surely. Yeah. Can, well, can, no, I think I think that's that's part of the problem in this. I think, and so some of the things, some of the things is that that was the big ace that they had to play in the first film, and in the second film, I mean, it kicks off because it it so from the word go, because you've seen the first film and you know this is the case. What we're watching is somebody playing with Lego, and then it comes up to this whole, which I I think is quite clever because. In the fr- uh, the first one was a, a, a father and the son playing with it, and then this one is it's a boy, it's a brother and sister, and you talk about the way the boy plays with it, and then the way the girl plays with it, and it becomes this whole thing about sibling rivalry, and and I think there's things about it that are quite clever, 
but it does go it, it it does go a bit all over the place because I think that's the nature of playing with Lego I, and there's stuff that, there's stuff I that mean, happens that doesn't I mean, don't, I, doesn't I, quite I, hold together. You I don't think, want to tread I think on some, it. I think some hippies in the '60s would love this movie. It would be like yeah. a like a yellow submarine, <laughs> like a yellow yeah. submarine type of thing, you know? Like um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it probably would have been pretty cool. <laughs> but like, they would have loved it. But um, no, I mean, look at the screen going, "Whoa, yeah. man!" Right, <laughs> Tozin, maybe you can help me out here because in the first yes. one, one of my favourite characters was Kitty. Is it Kitty? It's like Unikitty. A, Unikitty, right? Loved Unikitty. Yes. Now, is that Lego or is it the Duplo? Because I can, I'm never really sure. What, what? Unikitty, Unikitty is its own thing. Uh, that is, you know how the, you know the same way they have Batman. In, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the same way they have. So Batman isn't a Lego thing. Batman is um, Batman is a DC thing. But it, there's a lot of Batman licensed figures that are licensed through Lego. And I think like Unikitty that. is a similar thing. All right, okay, yeah. cool. But I like Unikitty a lot. I like, especially in the yeah. first one. Yeah, <laughs> Unikitty. I, 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 what a I great think... name. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah, but, but 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 there there are there are some there there's some thing there's some bits where I actually laughed out loud. Yeah. Because they 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 did like some. In joke that I think some people might not have gotten by thought like was but they're just for me. Like there's a bit where they talk about the fact that they built this world called Bricksburg at the end of the first movie, but then these Duplo characters keep coming in, and I think Duplo is Lego for for younger kids. For younger kids, yeah. So, yeah, and so these Duplo characters keep coming in and messing everything up. So that's obviously when the 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 younger sister comes in with her Duplo character yeah, yeah. and starts messing everything that the I, older brother's we, doing. I love the way they talk. Ooh, yeah. we like <laughs> yeah. We just want to be friends. friends. Can we yeah. stay? Yay! <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's quite clever, that bit, actually, to be fair, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it, so. it's quite clever, and so so the idea is that then you jump five years into the future, and it's a wasteland, which kind of represents the fact that the the boy has grown up. But there's this bit where they say, "But we keep trying to send off heroes to figure out what's going on or figure out what's wrong," and so we send the Justice League, and so they have Superman, <laughs> they have Superman, Wonder Woman, and they uh, they say oh, Batman wasn't around because Batman was off on his own solo adventure, which is obviously the Lego Batman movie, <laughs> and, and, and and I think it's just quite clever the way they do that and then they said but when the justice league left they didn't come back and seeing as we couldn't get anybody else from marvel we were just left with the original aquaman and this thing. Yeah. And, and just the fact that they said no they said and, and seeing as marvel marvel are not answering our calls yeah that that's cracked me up yeah that's quite funny isn't it yeah so so th- there's there's really there's good things in the film there's good things in the film but i just feel it doesn't quite hold together, and I think after the after the um, the original Lego movie and after that reveal, I'm just not sure it had it had anywhere else to go, and it, it did a little bit of it, but I don't think it had enough to sustain a whole story. And unfortunately, I loved Tiffany Haddish, um, who was in Girls Tri- Girls Trip yeah. either last year or the year before, and she she like blasted out of the water, was the breakout star of the year. Um, she plays the she plays a character in this called Queen Whatever I Wanna Be. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and unfortunately in this, I just found her a bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Very annoying. I found her a bit annoying. Yeah. yeah it, I just I, I, it started grating after a while. The whole thing started grating after a while. So I, I would give it a three out of five. And and I would have to agree with you on that. A three out of five. Yeah. 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 
it's is um, the first one is definitely better but i i but the first one's the I, best i think out of all of them yeah. to be fair i think the yeah. first one because it was great I, I mean i really really remember enjoying that immensely you know the first mm-hmm. one everything is it's awesome also because, it's also because it was so it was so not expected yes Although they have a it's funny because you know they had everything is awesome which everybody remembered for year for weeks and was just singing that song for weeks that's right and in this one they have a they have a song called this song's gonna get stuck inside your head yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it goes, this goes this song's gonna get stuck inside your this song's gonna get stuck inside your this gonna stuck in yeah it didn't head. get that didn't actually get stuck in mine no. to be fair did it get stuck in yours it might have done by the sound of it no no, 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 no. Right. To be honest with you, I had to actually try to remember it. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but I, I think, it's, as I said, I think the first one is better. But I don't see that that's any fault of the second film. No. I just feel like I just feel like there was. I just personally, I just do not know where else there is to go. So, so yeah. Anyway, cool. I would still recommend it. Yeah, yeah, it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. Yeah. Cool. So that's our. A sole representative of cinema this week, and now, and we have a whole bunch of films that have been seen on Netflix this week, and I, yeah, I think essentially just the fact that you mentioned it at the beginning that um, it's just easier to watch things on Netflix, especially when you have weird viewing times at cinema. I mean, I've been getting a lot busier with work recently, and I've been finding it harder and harder to get to the cinema. Because I'm like, okay, cool, I could do that. No, no, oh, why are you showing at that time? I can't make that time. Yeah. But on Netflix, you're like, oh, 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh, I go two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, and also there's so much stuff on there. So you can, yes. and you can yeah. stop it. I mean, like I said earlier, I've been watching quite a few documentaries. I mean, I watched, watched the, uh, in the Korean War, you know, the Battle of Chosen, the Chosen Peninsula, where the, when the, the Chinese became involved with the Americans. And, and I remember seeing a film a long time ago called Retreat Hell, right, black and white film. And yeah. um, it was about this, and so it was about, but it was really good because, and as I say, I watched, watched, I don't know, so there's documentaries on there to watch as well, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so okay. as well as movies. All right, so I think this week, um, I'm pretty sure Netflix has won, full stop, because yeah. <laughs> if, not, if for nothing else, just from sheer volume. And, and seeing a cinema only gave us one thing that we could really catch this week, I'd, uh, I feel like, well, I, I feel okay throwing our rules out of the window where we say only one thing a week. Um, yeah. But um, but well, I'm just going to run through some of this some of this list of things I know that you guys have seen. So, Sean, you've seen The Villainess. I've seen The Villainess, yeah. Korean movie, another... Because obviously... Like, pardon? Yeah, I, I've seen that. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's like, oh, have you, have you seen Old Boy, Sharon? Have you seen no. Old Boy? Because uh, there was Old Boy and there was... So, I mean, the opening scene in it, this is a very, very violent movie. Very, very violent, so it might not be to everybody's taste. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, extremely violent. And what about, I don't suppose you watched Hardcore Henry either when it came out, did you? No, I didn't. Because, oh, yeah. Because the opening scene is very much like an old... It's like a first-person shooter yeah, type yeah, yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, and so, so at the start of this movie, basically, it's just like old boy crossed with with um hardcore henry I think, hardcore, yeah just, actually the, that is that is very very true that's a good that's description very, yeah yeah I, yeah yeah that is that's very true yeah and i liked both i liked both of those movies i really really like both of those movies so i mean yeah for me i have to say that and that, but now i've got things come up like um because you watch villainess you might like and oh. it's got like these films, it's got like you know action, violence films. You know, I mean, violent. <laughs> so, but I'm really good natured. You know, I'm quite a peaceful, 
person at heart. <laughs> so, yes, you do get the recommendations, and some of them are really random. They and are. It's like, totally why on random. earth yeah, would yeah. you recommend that yeah. based on what I've just seen? Exactly. Yes. They bear no resemblance <laughs> to one another. It's like because you've watched this, yeah, but, I watched this sort of yeah. Dutch thriller. It's like you may like this Chinese romance. Yeah, it's like, why true. should I? Yeah. But I guess <laughs> it's, it's just, just completely random. Ones, yeah, yeah. It's completely random. But yeah, no. So the villainess is basically. Um, uh, you know, female femme fatale that's that's quite violent and there's lots of action and lots of fighting and pretty much if you like those sort of movies, um, it's worth a watch. I don't know I what your take was on it. I suppose there's going to be fabulous clothes, what? violence and a bit of screaming going on. I, well, you know, a lot of shouting and stuff, but <laughs> I don't so much well, scream. It, it is... I think this film has this one has one of the greatest openings I've seen of a film in the last decade or so because yeah. you, it starts off and you're like what's going on and it's all and it is this crazy action sequence that would be it would be crazy if it was shown in a conventional manner but it's all done from the point of view of this person who walks into this building and it seems to be like a sort of drug den or something and just starts mowing down everybody in their, in their path just starts mowing down anything they can grab hammer that's it good and then they eventually get to this room with mirrors and you realize that the person who's doing all this carnage that you have seen is a woman. <laughs> and after she wipes everybody else out, she gets sort of like uh, arrested and taken in. They realize that she's pregnant. So she was pregnant while she was doing all this. And she gets taken into some sort of CIA or whatever the Korean version of that is, but some sort of secret agent they, and says, okay, now you're going to do, you're going to do, so it's, there's a little bit of La Femme Nikita in it. Where it's all about you're you're going to do things for us, and it just sort of like builds up, builds up, and there's a conspiracy, and there's a bit of a love story in there as well, and there's a there's a bit where her handler falls in love with her, so it it does that it, and I think this is something that I find a lot in Southeast Asian cinema that they can do, they can get away with the ultra violent, right beside the ultra schmaltzy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes. <laughs> right beside it, it's kind of like, ah, oh, kill, 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 love. Kill, 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 kill. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's, um, as I say, it was a bit, there was... Hey, sounds some, perfect for Valentine's so, Day. Sometimes some of the flashbacks were a bit, bit I think, because there's, there's a couple of... Yeah, it, women it was, it's very hard. Very, it's, yeah, yeah. It's very hard to right. know when, when it's a flashback. When I, it's a flashback, I, I found it, yeah. I was confused. I was like, hang on, wait a second. Yeah. Is, is this a flashback? Is because they look guy, very similar. Didn't that guy as well. die? There's a couple of girls in it that look really, really similar, and I was sometimes just on the odd occasion. It was like, oh, which one's which? You know. Yeah, so. yeah. I, Sean, I, I have to totally agree with you. I, have to, I, I, and there, there were bits where I did not know who was who. That's it. I, yeah, and I, I mean, don't know who was who. It's like I, a bit I, in I a makeup room, you know, like in a in a studio makeupy room thing, with, and it's just like, mm, what's going on there? Who's that? Who's this? Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I? Am I mean that I need to work on my? I need to work on my sort of like telling Korean people apart stuff. But yeah, yeah and so, I yeah. will hold my hands up and say and say yes, that that might very well be true. But there were some bits where I really, I really struggled to follow where, which timeline we were in. Yeah. But all in all, I, I would still give it four. Yeah, I would give it a four star. Yeah, it's, it's worth a watch if you enjoy that type of movie. It's, 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 okay. it's a good watch. Did I say last week? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but last, what was the film we spoke about last week? Well, it's the series Kingdom. Yeah. No, no, not Kingdom. We spoke about that because you enjoyed that, didn't you? Yes, I saw that on your film? recommendation. The film with the guy you like, Scarlett Girl, whatever his name is. 
Oh, Polar. Polar. Polar, Polar, yeah, because I yeah. think I might have said last week that I watched yes, it. Yes, you watched but Mad I, I, yeah, I really did, enjoyed that, and that was on your recommendation. Yes. So good. And I, hopefully you enjoyed Kingdom on my recommendation. Yes, I did. I very much. Oh, good. Good, good. So, so Sharon, you, you think well, on, on the, when it came to Kingdom, Sean was talking sense? Yes, I thought, yes, you did, because I remember you particularly mentioned about the cinematic nature of it, the yeah. fact that it felt historically accurate and that the weapons and the timing of like loading weapons and firing them was felt right. And it did, well, all of those things were true. Yeah, I, I agree with all those things that, yeah. And the costumes were sumptuous and. I'm just giving Sharon a big hug now. Oh, thank nah. you. Squeeze. <laughs> and yeah, that it, 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 for me, it worked. It's, you could, you, they had this, this sort of political subplot. Yeah. And as that unfolded, as the we as the sort of episodes went by, that made sense, and then the origin story made sense. So it wasn't like a because some zombie you don't know, like with Walking Dead, you don't know really how, how it began. It's all started, no, it no. just started, and yeah. you don't really understand where it came from or what's happened or what triggered it. And this, you know, what the cause yeah, is, exactly. and you know how it spreads, and you know, in some ways, why it spreads. And yet, it's there's this inevitability about the sort of. Yeah, the sort yeah. of the, the the problem, the the scale of what's facing them. So I thought, yeah, they they built up the tension really well. Yeah, it's good. And I would be interested to see if they carried on with another yeah. series, yeah. season of it. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was uh, definitely worth a watch. And season. even though I find, because with a lot of, I watch a lot of um, non-English films, and you do get to pick up some words and you get to break down sentences and you think that is not a strict translation of what no, you've just no, said no. No. but with korean mm-hmm. i've got no idea at all i've got nothing <laughs> even even the names even though i'd see the subtitle and then i'd think this name's coming up listen for the name i, I i'd miss it every single time so i've got no idea how to pronounce any of their names any of the places <laughs> and it's a it feels like a completely foreign you know yeah, alien yeah, 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 language yeah, yeah, yeah. but in for some ways if you can get past that sort of alienness of it that that you cannot break down any of the sentences at all and make head or tail of anything it's still fascinating and it does draw you in oh good I'm really good film i really enjoyed it yeah netflix you, bringing the world together Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I get time, but honestly, I do not understand where all my time has gone. I, I, I don't even have kids. I don't even have kids, and still, I'm I'm getting to the point. Where I'm thinking, oh my god, I don't, I'm not sure I'm going to get a chance to watch anything this week. It's it's terrible. So, so okay, Sean, you wanted to talk about the Siege of Firebase. Yeah, the Siege of Firebase Gloria. Gloria, Gloria. that's it. I was thinking yeah. Olivia, but no. Yeah. So this this um uh, it's a 1989 film. And uh, it's a Vietnam film, and I, I, at one stage of the cinema, I loved Vietnam films. I couldn't get enough of well, Vietnam Well, there were movies. a lot of them at they one were, time. The Hamburger Hill and the Hill, yep. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket, Platoon. Tigerland, Platoon, loads of them, all those. So, boom, 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 they all came at us within a very short space of time, they? Didn't did. They? The, first, the first real Vietnam one I saw was The Boys in Company C. Now, um, that was the first, I think that came out about 1976. So you're talking not too long after the fall of Vietnam so obviously and it was it was quite an anti-war film and the guy in it Fred Lee Ermey I think or Fred Lee, they call him Fred Lee Ermey Ar- yeah it's oh. Ar- Lee Ermey is it all right I always known him as Fred Lee yeah. Ermey for some reason because I think in the film <laughs> yeah. oh Lee Ermey so yeah well anyway so he was in this boys and company C all right and originally he was an advisor but because he was so good they said they want you on it and I think also when he, he did full metal jacket yeah. because he was so good Kubrick said, I just want you to ad-lib. Now, yeah. after the Vietnam films go, I think the boys in Company C is far superior to Full Metal Jacket. But anyway, so All right. 
I'm flicking through, and I, I, like I said to you, I watch some documentaries, and I watch one on Korea, and then these films come up, these, and there was this one, The Siege of Firebase Gloria, and I thought, well, I've never seen that. I've seen most Vietnam films, and I've never seen The Siege, and it's basically um, around about the time of Khe San, the Tet Offensive, and basically it starts off with this little platoon of, of uh, Marines, and, you know, they're going through the jungle, something happens, they get caught up in a bit of a firefight, they get rescued by a helicopter, a helicopter gets shot down, they have to make their way to the firebase. The, the, the firebase is really not ready for, to receive anything. You know, the commanding officer, the captain's a bit of a, bit of a, a stoner. He's on, anyway, so obviously, Fred Leermy takes over and he, it's got all the defences and all, everything. Um, and so it's, it, it's it's a major battle, but the people they're fighting is the Viet Cong. Now, during the Tet Offensive, the Viet Cong were South Vietnamese like um, soldiers, and the North yeah. Vietnamese, the North, the NVA, the North Vietnamese were different. So basically, when this Tet yeah. Offensive come up, it was all Viet um, or um, Viet Cong regiments, Southern ones, yeah. and of course they attacked all these bases. They did it Khaesan like that, and although the Americans took a lot of casualties, they also, you know, practically annihilated the, the Viet Cong as a fighting force, which enabled yeah. after that the the North Vietnamese army to become more involved. So and, and, and it's really good in this because you actually see a little bit from the 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 V C the South Vietnamese point of view. And the 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 commanding officer of the he says he sort of says it, this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna attack this base, we're gonna all get killed and then, you know, we're we're not gonna be a fighting force in the south, so so you've got that side of it as well, which is really really good. The action's pretty standard, um, so but if you like Vietnam War films, it's 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 okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, okay, it's, 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 it's sounded like you were quite you you were quite up on it. You were quite like, oh my, oh wow, this is a good film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I, does it help to know the history a bit more about uh, the think, Vietnam War? Um, Probably, if you wanted to see it just as a war film, it would it would it would work. It would still but, work, but because I was so interested in the, yeah, if in you the, know that period and you know film, that yeah, know that period, so I have to say that the you know the weapons were accurate, and so yeah, so so we didn't have to worry too much about that point. And Lee Ermey was obviously <laughs> his, his his good old South taking command, you know, getting all the getting all the, uh, the army boys all the things up together. So, so yeah, so it's a good it, bit it, of it, action. It gave you a good. So, what would you give it um, score wise? Uh, I'd have to give it probably. Ooh, it's a toughy one. This I would probably have to give it a three because I didn't okay. think it was. It was you know it's good enough to watch and it's it's okay. Um, I didn't have any major issues with it, but I didn't think it was. I've seen better ones, should we say? I've seen seen better movies, and I I think it would be fairly cheap. It wouldn't have surprised me if it was a one of those straight to VHS ones when it first come out because oh, you've yeah, got yeah, yeah. you've got somebody called Wings Hauser in it. I think was on a lot of you know, good old wings, good old wings Hauser. So yeah, <laughs> so and I think he was in a lot of those those eighties, early nineties videos. You know, like lot. lot oh of yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You know, so oh, yeah. All right, so so it, it's kind of like where your Sunday, like Vietnam, Vietnam being treated like a. It sounds a bit like as Vietnam being treated like a Sunday afternoon. World yeah, World little team. little matinee thing. You know, you could watch it. It's, it's. I yeah. mean, it's worth a watch if you like. If you like Vietnam films, it's probably worth a watch. It's probably worth a watch. Um, but All I wouldn't right. say, as cool. a war films go, if you were just looking for a, a war film as such, I wouldn't say it was like no, you know, up, up with the greats. But there. but good enough to watch, especially if you do like your Vietnam war films, like me. All right. Okay, cool. So, Sharon, 
you said you got you you got mine to finish off altered carbon. Yes. Earlier, uh, so if we can go, I think we have two more things. We're going to go altered carbon, and I'm going to talk about Mowgli. So altered carbon um, is this was a it was released with a lot of fanfare. It was supposed to be it's supposed to be based on a, I think a book or a book series that's quite yes, well. Yes, it's based on known. a book. Yeah, and it was at the moment it was like one of the most expensive TV series ever made, and it also got ripped apart with terrible reviews. What is what is your? Are you going to add to this? Are you going to pile in, or do you have a pleasant surprise for us? I can understand why people criticise it because it basically it's there's a lot of world building going on here. It's set yeah. um, a considerable time in the future, and this is a future where technology has moved on, where each person who's born gets like a chip in the back of their neck that basically um, encapsulates someone's consciousness in this chip. Oh yeah. So when you die, it's called a stack, I think. When you die, they can take this out of you and then put it into another body. And so basically they they refer to your body as your skin. So it's like saying you can take the stack and put it in a new skin. And so basically, potentially, people can live one life after another. And the super wealthy have developed this system where they can create clones of themselves. So they basically have the same body. They just they find an age that they like. So if they like they've been in their 30s or 40s, they will just have a body that that's the body they want. And then they'll just keep uploading their, their consciousness into that body through their stack. Yeah. And they have like backups for themselves. If they get murdered, their, their consciousness just, just gets put into a new version of themselves, a new body. Yeah. And so this is set because you'll be in the future. And this one chap, our main, the main hero is basically defrosted in the future and put into a new body. He's a man of, um, Southeast Asian, heritage mixed Japanese, race heritage I think it is, yeah. Jap- yes that's yeah. right japanese and european heritage and it's he's kovacs that's right and he's put into this body <laughs> well very well remembered and he's that's why he's got this mixed name We've got a japanese surname and then a polish or central european surname yeah and so he's put into this body of a of a white male detective who's recently died and he's been tasked to investigate the the mysterious death of this one of these multi-billionaires who, whose consciousness was uploaded into his new body, but he doesn't know yeah. how he died. He doesn't know if he was murdered or the circumstances yeah. about why he was died. So, but, but he's got like this gap of of no knowledge of the last twenty four hours because he's basically his subconscious his consciousness reboots every hour into this backup system, and then yeah. he's lost one day and he wants to know what happened in that day. All right. So, so in, so it sounds like, so you said there's a lot of world building. Yes, because this so, is a future so, where there are seven inhabited worlds, and they each have a different oh, yeah. history. And then there's been revolutions and wars, and different people have been part of wars, and they have like super elite um, fighting forces. Then they have rebels against the super elite fighting forces. Then they have a police force who tries to be somewhere in the middle. And then you've got the super elite billionaires who run everything. Oh, good Lord. So you've got a lot of info. (laughs) There's a huge sort of information dump on you. But it does, you do get more and more information as the story goes on. But it can be. How many episodes are we looking at? Oh, I don't. I think there was something like 12. Whoa, you watched all 12? Yes. Oh, wow, wow. Oh, can, you, can I ask you one thing, Sharon? Yeah. You said about like different factions. Is it is there much action in it? Is lots there of action. action? Lots There's of lots action. of fighting because the sort of stuff I'd like. 
There's so yeah, because you sort of I've got a Japanese heritage. There's a lot of like, martial arty types. Art. Well, actually, so see, there's 18 episodes. So I don't know whether, but that's there's a there's a second season. So I've only seen oh, season one. All oh, right, cool. I didn't, know, I didn't even know they did. They kept that quiet because they made a big song and dance over the first season when it came when it came out, and I didn't hear anything about the second season. No, apparently it's due to be another one this year, or unless I'm misreading the information. But the guy who plays Takeshi Kovacs is Joel Kinnaman, and he's yeah, he's, he's basically been drawn in to investigate the murder of multi-billionaire James Purfoy, who's um yep, and he sort of teams up with the former partner of the body that he's inhabiting. And yeah. so there's a, she's a police officer and yeah, there's, there's, there's lots going on. And you get flashbacks to his original life, his original skin. Yeah. And then to another, when he's been uploaded into a different consciousness, there's a lot of okay. world building going on. <laughs> and then oh, you've got this okay. mystery that is unfolding through each episode, basically. All right. So the big question comes on any good. Yes. And no, it's quite, <laughs> it's quite violent and it's sort of, there's quite of, um, high sexual content so in every practically every episode there's nudity and there's um sometimes there's sexual violence and sometimes there's <laughs> Sean just broke up Sean just went, yeah yeah whatever and so, I think there's to me there's quite a lot really they... don't care <laughs> yeah but then and there's a lot of I think a lot of the female characters are sexualized there's there isn't a single female actor in it who isn't naked at some point in quite a highly sexualized way more so than the men the men you may see like a, a flash of chest, um, but the women are just like there's all out there. <laughs> so it feels slightly sexist in that way, and a lot of the female characters are subjected and they're brutalised and in, in sort of highly sort of sexualised ways. So I was uncomfortable with that. Yeah, what we're talking on, on this thing is sometimes I think some of those scenes are unnecessary because I think yeah. you can in certain ones you can say, oh yeah, they're going to get together, they're going to do do whatever they're going to do but you know and you don't really need it and I've I've been in actual films at the cinema where they've had a uh, sex scene if you will and I'm just like all right well we know what's going on I don't really need to see it can we just get on with the movie please yeah and I found this to me I found it quite yeah quite sexualized and in a sort of violent sort of way so I was uncomfortable with some of the sexualized violence in it Uh, and the Mm. story got a bit complicated where I got by the end of the season I wasn't didn't really care, didn't care. <laughs> how this guy died <laughs> or why, he, but it's because it's quite involved and it 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 shows like the seediness of what happens when people can live forever. What you know? Are there any? Do they lose that sense of their moral center? Do they lose yeah. that sense of right and wrong? Because if you can just do anything and then either wipe the slate clean so you can't remember it, or there's no consequences, then you can have the most depraved. And do the most depraved yeah. things, and a lot, of, a lot of these characters yeah. do. So you find that you're dealing with people who are unpleasant, yeah, and you don't really care people. why they got murdered because you think he probably deserved, deserved. to be, yeah. you know, yeah, disposed of. And there's other sort of sub. There's well, there's lots going on in these episodes. So I would say it's okay. There's some things to like about it. It's like that they've got a bold vision that this mm. is a completely new sort of vision. Though it, again, yeah. it's slightly reminiscent of elements of Blade Runner. Right. In that, yeah. that sort of future where everything's raining all the time and every, all the streets are really grubby. Um, but it is bold in that it sort of creates a whole new world of eight or well, seven different worlds with their own complex histories and complex okay. things going on. But well, I would say it's an okay and I would give it uh, a three. 
All right, cool. But well, let's let's hope that they fix it in the second season, yeah. if they get so, one, because I, because before that was released, I was actually kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's happened with a couple of Netflix things. Before they released, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then once I see the first reviews, I'm like, oh, okay, oh, I won't bother yeah. them. That that'll be like ten hours of my life, and I don't really want to. Yeah, it uh, might make it, more it sense was, to read it. It, it was a similar similar with a film called Mute. Which was from, which is from the director yeah, of Duncan Moon Jones and Source Code. Yeah, Duncan Jones. That that was a Netflix film. That was one of those films that was that went straight to Netflix, and people said, "Ooh, really interesting," but not quite the sum of its parts. Oh, all right. So I'm going to round us off with another Netflix film, which has which has a very interesting sort of backstory of how it ended up on Netflix, and this is Mowgli: Legend of the Jungle. This is directed by Andy Serkis, the granddaddy of motion capture. He oh. of he of yeah he of Gollum. Gollum. And you know yeah and you know how it is in Hollywood. Every now and then there seems to be something under the water, and everybody decides to make the same film at the same time. Yes. So, so you had like Deep Impact and Armageddon come out like within months of each other. You had uh, a Bug's Life and Ants come out almost at exactly the same time. You normally you had, get like two Robin Hood films at the same time, don't you? Wasn't it Prince of Thieves yeah. and then the one with Patrick Burgeon? I can't remember the name of that one. Maybe just Robin Hood. Yes. They yes, were both out at the same happen. time. They were both at the same time. You had Rob Roy and Braveheart. Yes. <laughs> and this year like we had really two resist. films about Churchill, didn't we? We had Darkest Hour and Churchill within a month of yeah, each other. Dark, yeah, that was, yeah uh, last year. Yeah, last with, year. Within... Yeah, and, and it's so you you seem to have this and Mowgli. I think this was actually announced first. It was Warner Brothers going. We're going to make a. We're going to make the Jungle Book, and we're going to make. And originally it was called Jungle Book Origins, and they were going to make a version of the Jungle Book that was closer to Rudyard Kipling's original um thing. So no singing, no Ubi do I want to be like you. No, none of that. <laughs> no and. And it was, uh, but because now they had the technology, they were going to get the granddaddy of motion capture in, and they were going to make this new vision of the Jungle Book. Then Disney announced, guess what? We've been going through a back catalog, and we've we decided to make all these films again. And guess what film we're going to make? The Jungle Book. <laughs> so even though Disney announced the Jungle Book after um, after what was then Jungle Book Origins, Disney released theirs first. And when they released theirs, it became a big, massive hit. And all of a sudden, everything went quiet. Everything went quiet on the on Andy Serkis's Jungle Book front. And they were just, okay, let's just keep quiet. And they kept pushing it back. And they were like, yeah, we're going to push it back because it's going to give us more time to get the, the effects right and make it as great as it could be. And they kept pushing it back. And Warner Brothers kept pushing it back and back. And the next thing we heard is, oh, yeah, by the way, it's now a Netflix film. So, so pretty much Warner Brothers. I think what they did is they looked at what the Disney, um, the Disney film was doing. They saw how big it become, and they said, "There's no space for us in the market. We can't market this. If we put this in the cinema, we're not going to make any money." So they just gave it to Netflix, who, as we know, as as we said on this podcast, don't care. <laughs> they don't. They don't, they don't care. Don't. Yeah, they don't care whether it makes any money. So, so was it was it any good toast? That's the thing. That's what we're waiting to hear. That, yeah, I know. The, this, the, the, this film is good in bits. It's good in bits. And I think it's kind of like one of those... Uh, there's bits about this, like... I'm not sure, has anybody actually read the original Jungle Book? No, I haven't. I haven't. There was, no, there was I have an read Alexander Calder film. Thing, Did I you haven't... ever see the old Ale- Alexander Calder film? It was yes. called The Jungle Book. There was a Jungle Book and there was The Thief of Baghdad. And they were like yeah. really colourful, really great adventures. Mm. And I think... 
there's Raymond Massey in it at the start going, oh, best beloved. We've got, and, and that's, that's, that's pretty good. Um, you know, and he tells the story, he goes, car, and, and yeah, that's quite good. If you ever get a chance to see that, Tozin, it might be worth Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's, I think it's 1940s film, isn't it? Maybe Shannon will have a look for me. I think it is, it, yeah. So, yeah, so, but that's called, Yo. that's called The Jungle Book, and it's really, really yeah. colourful, and it's really, really, really quite old. So. Well, I'll tell you the thing, right? I think that this is the thing. If this, if this film, as they have said, goes towards or keeps is very faithful to the original Rudyard Kipling story, then I can understand why a lot of people seem to sort of like add elements to it. Because for uh, for it, this isn't a kids' film. Let me put it that way. I know it has a, it has a uh, PG thirteen rating, but it isn't a kids' film. It's quite. It doesn't shy away from the violence that would exist in the jungle between the different animals. So I think it's it's definitely a much a, uh, it's a much more violent take on the Jungle Book. It's a lot less cherry. The there's even the like the way it ends is if you compare it to like the Disney versions of how because you know Mowgli is going to have to have a showdown with Shere Khan. The share, the showdown with Shere Khan is quite violent in this, so and I think it, so I think it's quite good. There's some some of the shots are amazing. The 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 um, CGI is amazing in it. The you, it's it does a similar thing. Like you know when you watch the Jungle, the Disney Jungle Book live action one, and you it was hard yeah. to believe that the on, the only thing that was real was the boy who played Mowgli. Everything else was a computer. It's you have a similar thing in this one. But what they do in this one is that they have this weird thing where, because you have Christian Bale doing a voice, you have Kate Blanchett doing a voice, and you can kind of see their faces in the faces of the animals. Ah. Which is, yeah, which is, which is, there was actually one that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, there is, there is the, the, the leader of the wolf pack uh, uh, called Akila. Is, uh, I was, he started speaking and I was like, hey, that voice sounds familiar. Then I looked at the face of the wolf and I was like, is that, is that Peter Mullen? <laughs> and it turns out it was it was, it was. actually Peter Mullen, and the facial expressions of the wolf are Peter Mullen's facial expressions. I'm, I'm like, it, it's a bit weird, but it actually kind of works. So, but but all in all, I think the film it's kind of like at the end of it, you're kind of left going, oh, it wasn't really a massive adventure. They had uh, they went a bit more grown up because there's questions in there that is a little bit about not racism but about race and about people saying, oh, where do I belong and who. So the whole idea that Mowgli comes in and he's not really treated as there's people who don't like him because he's not one of us. And there's this undercurrent of it. Uh, but, but I quite like the fact that this is, this is a film that points out more than any other version of the Jungle Book I've seen that, hey, people, this thing is set in India. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It it I, points out more that it and it, it does a little bit more more with the human village that's close yeah. to them. So so I, I, I quite like that, but only I'll give it a three. You give it a three, okay? Yeah, it's worth if you ever get a chance, Tozen. Sharon's kindly kindly found out 1942 Jungle Book, which is oh, yeah. is, is based on the story. So if you ever get a chance to see that, it's worth a watch. Is that it really is. Is it's it, really colourful. It's, it's, it's lovely. Yes, Sabu. He was very Sabu. famous at the time yeah, as this. Sabu, um, yeah. He was like the famous yeah, yeah. Well, he was in the young Indian, as yeah, well, uh, Indian he? actor. So, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah, no. If you've heard of him, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that sounds oh, interesting though, because I mean, it's, I have read some Kipling, yeah. um, and I have watched. It's one of the few animated films I have actually seen. What Jungle Book? The original Jungle, oh, the, the Disney, Disney Jungle Book. Yeah, I have seen that yeah. one. Oh, 
Yes. Only because I was made to. Yes. But I have actually seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and I did see the live action version, which I thought was, you know, entertaining. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see a different take on it. It would be, be nice. It would be nice yeah, to see, especially to with see. the faces looking the same. So yeah. what did you say? Toes and a three? Three. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a three. Okay. I'll give it a three cool. because yeah, I feel I feel like at the end you're kind of like, well, I'm not really sure where that was going or mm-hmm. not really sure what that was what was up with that and what was the point? But <laughs> but it made me want it made me want to go read the original story and see because I can't imagine that Kipling was particularly. I think he had other things going on and he had other when he wrote it and he wasn't particularly looking for like a child's fantasy. No, I don't think, because even even Baloo, the biggest the biggest thing here is Baloo. Bagheera is kind of the same character, but in this one you have Baloo, and he's played by um, by Andy Serkis, and Baloo is a much different character. He is not jolly at all. He's like a drill sergeant mm. in this, so he's he's pretty much the hourly army of this film, and mm. it's I was like I was like oh that's different. I've never seen that before. Oh that is that's quite good. But yeah, that's what I would say. I would say uh, I'll give that a three. And, ooh, you know, if we averaged out the scores this week. Go on. This if we telling. averaged out the score, it, it's, it's, it's really, really close. It's really close. I think we have, a th- we have Cinema has a three. Yeah. And Netflix has a... I'll get a second. Let me just do this. Do the averages. Yeah. Averages... Uh, carry the one. <laughs> Wait a second. Have I done that right? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't do that right. Yeah. You've got to divide by four. We talk about four movies. Netflix has a 3.25. So Netflix wow. just about does that, even though there was more stuff that we watched. <laughs> Netflix just... We, we, we only marginally had a better time with Netflix this week. And that was mainly down to the villainess. So everything else yes. is just a three. Yep. Oh, <laughs> everything right. else is just a three. Oh, well, pretty, right. average, pretty average week then, eh? <laughs> pretty average week. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty average week. Not that great. Just go watch the trailer for Frozen 2. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But anyway, all that's left to say is thank you so much for joining us for this this rambling, rambling episode of Netflix versus Cinema, where we didn't do much Netflixing versus Cinema, but I really enjoyed the chat. So thank you very much, guys. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Toast. And, Thanks, Sam. Yeah, and, and to anybody listening to this, thank you for listening to us, to, to three friends, continually giving them an ex- giving themselves an excuse to go to the cinema and watch films. <laughs> anyway, until any- next week, goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Bye. See you guys Bye. next week. Oh, actually, no, we're away next week. We are away next see you week. Guys yeah. in, yes. Yeah, see, see you guys Fortnite. in two weeks. Two yeah. weeks, yeah. Yeah, see you in a fortnight. Okay. All right. Bye now. Bye. Bye.